Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. back. Hey, Michael. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Today, we've got an awesome episode. We're going to play a question that one of you left us, one of the voicemails you left us, and we're going to answer it on the show. Before we get into that, if you would like to have one of your questions answered on the show, you can go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash podcast, scroll down to the start recording button, leave us a nice, concise message, tell us your name, where you're from, and leave the message, and we'll answer it here on the show. Dee, how are you feeling today? I have an extra sexy voice today. Hmm. We're in Austin, Texas. There's something called cedar fever that inflicts a lot of people, and it's apparently significantly worse than usual this year. So I have gotten bitten by the cedar fever bug, but I think it might be a positive considering I have this deep, raspy... Yeah, you kind of sound like a radio show host like a radio show host who smoked two packs of cigarettes a day she has metal in her like all over her mouth braces braces and and phlegm all over her throat well you sound pretty sexy yeah nice raspy voice so this is still a d cashew i just sound a little bit different all right let's play that question hello my name is neam calling from garden grove california um, I have a relationship question for you two. Um, you guys have been a, a great model couple that my partner and I have been using to kind of model our communication and our relationship development with. So I really appreciate the content you all have been putting out. Um, my question is, um, you two are both very committed to your work, your careers, and you're also very committed to your relationships. I'm wondering if there was ever a time in your life where you had to choose one over the other, whether it was like a move or a career decision that you had that might have sacrificed a little bit of the relationship or vice versa. I'm wondering if you guys have ever had a moment like that and how did you choose and what did you do, what type of communication you had um, to process that decision with your partner and how it ended up working out or didn't work out. Thank you. Nia, thank you for that question. That's quite a tough decision. So before we get into this, I want to be transparent. I don't think we've ever had a completely, like potentially life-altering challenge, like two people that have in-person jobs in different cities, like that whole dynamic, like one person has an awesome job in Austin and another person has a potentially dream job in Nashville and they have to choose where they want to live. We've never had anything like that. However, I'm from the United States and a D is from Canada. And so we've, we've experienced some of that and we're, we're constantly working on our communication around conflict and around challenging situations. And so we thought about this for quite a bit before doing this podcast. And I think we have a pretty good formula for, how to hopefully help you get through these types of conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, Learning to do this, learning how to 
think about sacrifice and get through these types of decisions is incredibly important because this is what allows us to get through as a couple life's toughest circumstances. It's what allows us to stay in love um, and connected no matter what happens. Yeah. It also really allows you to just build trust with one another, to trust that we are going to consider one another, that we are going to be respectful of one another and like we're, we're a team mm-hmm. going through life together. And when every time you get through a really hard decision like this, you build this like self-esteem for the relationship. We've talked about this before, a relationship mm-hmm. self-esteem. If you build the relationship self-esteem, like we're going to be able to cope with anything else that comes our way. So it's really important to treat this really seriously and not just give in to what I want and not consider the other person because this is a real opportunity to build up relationship self-esteem mm-hmm. because life is going to happen. There's going to be tragedy. Nobody can really avoid it. People die. Um, people get sick. Uh, things happen in life. So this is a chance to build trust with one another and um, practice those communication skills. And if, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that the stakes are extremely high too because if you don't, like it's inevitable that we will have to make these really tough choices at some point in our lives in relationship. And if we don't learn how to navigate these situations, in most people, it just leads to an enormous amount of bitterness and resentment. We have some really close friends that have been in a scenario that, like you suggested, Nia, where one of them moved with the other person and held on to resentment for years. Well, they ended up getting divorced because of it, actually, Mm -hmm. where it was like, it can possibly paint a picture for the whole relationship. So in that scenario, it was like one person left their situation to give the other person a chance to chase their dreams. And then every single communication was painted with this, but I moved, I made this sacrifice, so I should be commended for this sacrifice. So Mm -hmm. every single thing like... Um, if the the husband was the one who made the like move and is du- is chasing his dreams, the wife is the one who um, let go of her situation. And every time they would go to the grocery store, and he would be like, "We can't buy that. We we can't buy that cereal. You know, we have to like it's too expensive, or we don't need that." In her head, it was, "I made this sacrifice. I should be able to have whatever I want. Like, how much more are you going to take from me?" So. That's a really extreme example of how things can deteriorate, but um, it is definitely possible that not doing this properly can ruin a really good thing, like something that could be really amazing and could be really beautiful um, just gets clouded. Mm -hmm. And so there are different types of sacrifices. There are large, huge sacrifices like moving states or countries for a job or for some other opportunity or for family. And then there are the daily sacrifices. You want to talk about the two of those? Yeah. So I think there's these like micro sacrifices that we're making all the time. So Michael and I work in a similar space we work similar together. We I mean, work. like we work together yeah. at the same at the same job, but we're doing like we have similar schedules, we have similar responsibilities and time commitments. And some weeks you have more to do at work than I have to do, and I want to hang out or I want to do things for the relationship, and you just don't have the time, or you're prioritizing work over our relationship on a daily level. Like, no, tonight I can't watch Lord of the Rings because I have to finish this project that we have going on at work. And so those are like the mini sacrifices that are happening daily or weekly. Um, or you decide to go um, take a seminar or do some type of 
personal growth or work growth event that takes away from an opportunity for us to maybe go on a trip together or maybe us to um, hang out with friends or do something that is more for the relationship. And we have to have discussions around, you know, if you do commit to this conference or work thing, what is actually going to be sacrificed in our relationship? Mm -hmm. And we- Yeah, if you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to in our relationship? Exactly. So um, especially things like that, we're definitely having conversations about it all the time. I think something that helps with those scenarios is we often are checking in on work and our relationship and how we want things to be in the balance. And if anyone feels like something's out of balance, we're having a conversation about it. And we're going to go through how to have these conversations. So what's the difference between these small and large scale? Why did you want to talk about this? I think that the everyday types of sacrifices are just different than these big moves or these big like having to shift careers or doing something like that because they're not they're not as like life altering mm-hmm. in the sense of I might have to like put my dreams on hold for your dreams but they can definitely build up in a different kind of way and change the dynamic in the relationship differently it's like little decisions every single day of me deciding what's more important. And that is a feeling that the other partner is getting. Like you're deciding work is more important than our relationship sometimes on the daily. Mm -hmm. And we need to have conversations about those Mm -hmm. just as much as we need to have conversations and take seriously the big decisions because that feeling is going to build up. And if I don't say anything about it, that could also really impact and create resentment in the Mm -hmm. relationship. Um, I just don't think I wanted to mention it just so that it's not brushed aside mm-hmm. as like the only times we have to take seriously sacrifice in our relationship is when we're making these massive God, life changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the daily things are really important because if we don't address them, then they build into these massive, massive things. And it happens without you even realizing it. And it's like easy when it's small to be like, oh, it's just, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Like I just need to work a couple extra hours, mm-hmm. but a couple extra hours, five days a week for months equals up or you you really prioritizing going to conferences or personal development seminars over having experiences and traveling with me ultimately could lead to me feeling like I'm not cared for or I'm not important or our relationship's not important. And if we don't talk about it, it can create just as big of issues as what we're talking about on the big level of like these big moves. And we've definitely had many, many moments, many more of those types of moments than the big types of moments. So we are constantly checking in on, are you feeling cared for? Are you feeling like we're connecting? Are you feeling like I'm giving you enough attention? Um, And also, are you giving work enough attention? And we can use the similar framework as the big, big decisions to talk about the little decisions. Just don't want them to be ignored. So here is kind of a process that you can go through. So the first and most important thing I think is that you ensure both people feel heard. So when we were considering what country we wanted to live in, I was so concerned with, I want to live in the the United States that, I mean, Adi and I talked about this for dozens of hours. She did not get through to me. I could not hear anything she was saying because I was so I was so, I held on to my position so intently. I was not even willing to hear her position. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to consider her side. Yeah. And so 
in this first step, you're really giving each person an opportunity without interruption to fully express all of what they have to say about this decision. So in this example, we're either living in Canada or living in the United States. And I wanted the opportunity to express everything that's going on and feel heard. Like you're actually listening to me. Like I'm moving away from my family. What happens if my family gets sick? I'm moving to another place. What does that mean in terms of immigration law? And do what, what, what types of visas do I have to get? Or do do we have to get married? Like what, mm-hmm. what is our situation? How does our situation have to change? And what, what does that mean for my business? Can I just move the business to the United States? What does that mean for the employees? Like the fact that I wasn't feeling heard created probably one of the biggest, I think this might be one of the biggest fights we've ever gotten in for in sure. our relationship. For sure. And um, so I, I really appreciate this question in l- large part because I think that if I would have had heard this conversation before we got into that fight, we might have been able to get through it differently. So I really do appreciate the question. But number one is to really allow each person to feel completely heard. So that's just speaking all of the different aspects of what you want, why you want it, how you feel, um, and openly without interruption. Yeah, and I think the key distinction on this one is both people have to be willing to listen. Everybody's always trying to get their point across it's a different skill set to be able to listen and set your preference aside, at least momentarily, right? In this step, you're not making the decision. You're just listening and making the people, the other person feel safe. Well, both of us are kind of pointing towards is the whole without interruption means this is not the point to start justifying decisions or really like saying, but I know you want that, but what about this? Like, this is not the time to do that. This is the time to just... You're not making a decision here. So there's no pressure. There's no reason why you have to really start arguing. There should be no arguing at this step. It's really just allowing each person to be to speak and to be heard without saying, but that doesn't make any sense or jumping down each other's throats because mm-hmm. otherwise it just derails the whole conversation and none of it's going to be productive. Mm-hmm. So at some point, it probably took me a, a full month or two and, and we were Adi and I were talking about this last night to some friends. This is one of my, probably my biggest regret in our relationship is how I showed up in the first month or so of this transition. And at some point I had an insight or I don't know, we were fighting hard enough or something where she got through to me. And in the next step, I finally heard her and then I reflected what I thought I was hearing. So what I'm hearing is you're putting in all of this work to move your company, to move yourself, like to immigrate or immigrate into the United States. Like you're doing all of the work and I'm treating it like it's all your responsibility when really we're doing this as a couple. And so I reflected all of that to her. And and by doing that, she knew that I fully understood when I was able to articulate exactly what was going on in her mind, because she's been, she'd been trying to tell me for months. When I was finally able to reflect that, then she felt fully heard. And I think you felt a lot safer and, and a more fair situation. It also gave me the opportunity to correct you if you were wrong. Like you're reflecting back to me what you're seeing. And I got the opportunity to say, well, there's also this, and there's also this. And I get the opportunity to, because when you're not the one who's who's making the choice, because what we're talking about here is sacrifice. Somebody's sacrificing something. So when you're not the one who's making the sacrifice, you don't really feel 
or get to understand the full repercussions of this decision. Mm -hmm. So being able to reflect it back allows me to like tell you everything, like all the ways that it's impacting me and all the ways that this decision is, is going to affect our life and that type of thing. So reflecting um, is really, really important and also made me feel validated. Like I'm not just doing this by myself. I didn't just make this decision by myself. We are doing this together. And that's what's really the most important, I think, in any time you're making a major decision or even a minor decision about work and the relationship and how to navigate it is remembering that you're both on the same team and ultimately wherever you end up should be a better place for both of you. And sometimes it's hard to see because somebody has to let go of something or somebody has to sacrifice mm-hmm. certain things or go through some more struggle than the other. But on the other side, it's better for both people. Right. So for instance, if I have a job I love in Austin, but you're miserable here, mm-hmm. if we could move to Nashville and you have a job you love, and I could also find one that I like, you know, it's good enough, and you're just pumped, that could be better for the both of yeah, us. Yeah, totally. There's so many different scenarios like that. Like you have a job here that you absolutely love, but I get an opportunity to get a job that has such a huge impact and also makes us significantly more money for finances, for our um, relationship. And maybe where that helps us get out of debt or something like that. And that actually ends up being better for both people, even though you really, really love your job. And it doesn't, these things don't have to be forever. And that's, I think, what um, we talk about also in these steps. So number three is determining how important these choices are to each person. So this is where you get the opportunity to do more of the, but what about this? Or, but what about that? And each person can talk about, this is really important to me for this reason. This is why I want to do this. This is the impact that I think it's going to have on our relationship, on my life. And you can start to do more logical thinking in this Mm -hmm. step. Yeah, it could be helpful to use like a one to 10 rating scale. Like how important is this, is my choice to me? How important is that choice to you? Um, This is where pros and cons can come in. Like talk about the pros for both people of option A, the cons of for both people of option A and vice versa for option B. And really start to take on what each option means for both people. And in this step, you really have to be willing to let go of your position for a little bit. Again, you're not making a decision yet. You're just imagining what it would be like to take the the option that is not yours. And you have to really be willing to imagine it, um, I think, to set your relationship up to make the best possible decision. Yeah. So being able to play out each scenario. So if we choose to move to Nashville for a job, that's a better opportunity for me, but you give up the job that you have here in Austin. What does that actually look like? Where are we going to live? What's our finances going to look like? What is our day-to-day life going to look like? How how long are we going to do this for? Is this forever? When And I really, really think that people should think about this in you know, five, 10 years versus just, you know, this is like, we're thinking about it just in the short term because then one person might have this expectation of we're doing this for now, but we're not doing this forever. And the other person might think, 
oh, you made this decision. We never discussed what happens afterwards. And so there's this opportunity to miscommunicate, which can also lead to some huge resentments and huge, um, huge like upsets in the relationship. So really playing it out long-term, like are we doing this forever or at least in three years, are we going to sit back and have a conversation about like, like rediscussing the next steps, Mm -hmm. like potentially so that the person who is making the sacrifice, maybe that makes them feel safe. Like, okay, there's an end to this. There's an opportunity that we're going to have another conversation about, you know, how I feel and how you feel and how this has impacted our relationship and, and maybe change course. Yeah, I think it, here it's really important to do this not in the middle of a fight. It's uh, important to do this when emotions are relatively stable and you can talk about it with your more rational mind. Um, and then finally, after you've done all of this, after you've really made sure both people feel completely heard, completely understood, you've discussed the impact of each option on both people, together make a choice that is best for the relationship. It might not feel like it's the best for you, but the the goal here, like Adi said, is that you're a team, so make the decision that's best for your relationship. And I, th- I really believe if you go through this obstacle with these steps and make sure people are, are feeling completely heard, the right answer, if there is one, will be much, much clearer. Now, if it's not clear or if you just feel like there is no, no option, then this, this could be the kind of thing that is grounds to end a relationship. Because if you feel at the end of the day that you're, you can't make a decision without being resentful, like neither of you can make a decision without being resentful and you don't think you're going to be able to let it go. In my opinion, that's not a way to be in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Resentment leads to all sorts of even worse things. And I I don't think that's something you want to, you want to play with. If you get to this step and you really can't make a decision, this might be an opportunity to hire a professional and to work with somebody that's uh, an objective, more neutral party that can maybe help you guys facilitate conversation in a different type of way and maybe see a different perspective. So if you're still like, a great point. you know, we can't make a decision. I feel like I'm still going to have resentments, but it's possible that the way that you're having the conversation is not allowing you to really get through this. So there are professionals out there that can help you have this conversation and be able to maybe see things a different way. And that's probably a good choice to at least try before you give up on the relationship or decide that this isn't the right thing. At that point, then it's like, okay, we've tried. We've. I really want to stay here in Austin. This is the job that I love. I don't want to go to Nashville. That actually is a bigger sacrifice for me. There's no upside and I'm not willing to sacrifice that for the relationship. Then maybe it's not the right relationship for me. In our example, if I walked through the steps... So, because he asked how we got through this. So we both explained our our perspectives on why you wanted to be in the United States, why I also wanted to be in the United States, and how that was impacting me and how that was impacting everything going on in our life. You reflected all of that back to me. I felt super validated. Then we talked about how important these choices were. Like, how important is it for me to be living in the United States? How important is it for me to move the business like for my employees we talked about like all of these types of decisions and then what the pros and cons were and then we made the choice of 
I'm going to live in the United States. We're going to go through with this immigration and we're doing this together for the relationship, which meant that I'm not the one who's talking to lawyers by myself all the time. And I'm not the one who's just making all these financial sacrifices while your life is barely being changed at all. Mm -hmm. Other than like, I get to live with you, which is a positive. So um, that's in the end, how we ended up getting through that was going through these steps and really hearing each other and validating each other. And you could understand more of the impact of what this type of choice was was having on me as well as our relationship. Yeah. And like we started, it's inevitable that we're going to like we're going to experience tough circumstances and life is going to throw curveballs at us. And by learning this skill set and learning how to communicate over this type of thing, I think makes it makes your relationship all but bulletproof. It, it really raises your self-esteem in your relationship, your ability to cope with anything that life throws you so that you can continue remaining loving and connected and having an amazing relationship. I hope that was really helpful. Yeah, thanks for asking that question. I'm really glad that we got the opportunity to talk about that. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Peace. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.